Welcome everyone to a Mexican and a redneck father of the world. We are your hosts and surrogate fathers, Juan and Ben. Today we'll be discussing finding your fathers. For this episode, men, I want you to go to your wives, get your balls out of the jar on the nightstand, and I want you to put them on to hear what we have to say. Man, big expectations. Big expectations. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Because I went to my wife... <laughs> And I told her to get my balls out of the jar on the nightstand, and I put them on to be here to do this one. Yeah, yeah. I do that. Whenever we come to record, I'm like, hey, baby, I'm going to need my balls today. I'm going to need my balls. We're going to record. Go get them for me, please. This, this is going to be a big one. It's going to be. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Oh, that's so funny. But it's so true. You do need to have your balls on for these because this is going to be this is going to be an important topic. This is kind of like following up. We're doing our 50th episode, Ben. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. No, that's that's, no. that's a holiday. This oh. is num- number 50. It's Cinco something in Spanish. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo. That's Cinco de Mayo. Five jars of mayo. That's what that means. <laughs> five jars of mayo, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, the fiftieth episode. We're we're uh, number fifty, man. I was like, I never thought we would get here, but somehow I, I knew we would. Over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> so, our initial episode was what is a father. So now this is going to be a follow up in a way because we're at the fiftieth mark of finding your father. And then in our initial episode, we talked about kind of like the characteristics, the traits of what a father's supposed to be like as we're doing this podcast i've come to realize i had i come to realize that you need a father figure in your life and sometimes your biological dad may not be the father you need for that period of time or for that endeavor that you're going through but a man will present himself an older man or it may be sometimes you know a guy that's the same age as you who has the experience of a father is, and he's willing to take you under his wing to guide you, train you, mentor you, coach you, and help you develop in that endeavor. So even through this, through the recording of the podcast, I think there's going to come a point where we find our father when it comes to developing a better podcast, and our audience is going to be very, very happy when that happens because they're going to be like, "Oh man." This sounds a whole lot better now that they have a dad. <laughs> yes, yes. We are looking for a podcasting dad. We are homeless. <laughs> We're just going to go to like a podcasting convention and be like, will you be my dad? Be my dad. Joe? Joe Rogan? Be my dad. <laughs> I mean, that that would be the, the ultimate dad probably, but I, there there's a handful of podcasting dads I would take. It's good to have a mentor. It, it yeah. really is. Because, you know, and it's not to discredit... The um, the biological father that men have. I had a friend who recently, uh, he was talking to me. We we worked together, and his son had worked with us at one point in time, and I honestly just was talking to the kid, just chatting with him, sharing stories, making jokes. But the kid's supervisor, he he was. He was not the nicest dude, and he was kind of taking advantage of his position in, in this this kid. And I would say, hey, don't listen to that guy on this subject. He, he's just taking you for a run right now, or he's going to get you fired. You really need to question this, that, or the other. 
or you know i would he'd tell him to do something I'd be like i'd be very careful how i do what he's telling you to do it can it can ruin you or it's dangerous or whatever and and i was talking to my friend and he said oh yeah my son said you're one of his best mentors he's ever had and i'm thinking i was just running my mouth at work what did i say that he thought was was mentoring i mean i was being his friend you know but i was un- you know unknowingly mentoring this kid and his dad's a great guy i look up to him i think he's a really cool dude but little did i know man i'm i'm mentoring his kid and it's just to say that i had something that that kid needed at that time you know, and and it wasn't to take anything away from his dad, but just at that time and place, I happened to be the guy that gave him the guidance he needed for that period. And I've experienced that myself as well. Yeah, because I've experienced that with myself as far as like I've come to the conclusion that my dad is not the end all be all for my life. And if I put that expectation on him for him to be able to provide all the answers for me, then I am putting a false expectation on him that he's always going to be failing at. And then I'm going to view my dad as a failure in life versus realizing that my dad has done the best that he could with the tools that he has. And he's been able to lead me up to a certain point to where I become self-sufficient. But then there's other men who have come into my life and given me knowledge to help me become a better man. So then when I look at my dad, I don't see him as a failure, but I see him as a as a very successful father in my life. Is he the best dad? Uh, you know, he's, he's a good dad, you know, I'm glad I have him, you know, but, um, but man, there's those other men that have come into my life that take me to the next level. They've shown me what, Hey, this is, this is what a man looks like. This is what uh, a good leader looks like. It's, it's very powerful. I was having a conversation with my brother and this is what led me to the su- subject, Ben. My brother, he started his own business about a year ago and, um, and there's a good close friend of my dad's that he, my dad's known this guy for like, I don't know, probably like eight, 10 years, something like that, probably a little bit longer. And my, my brother's always seen him around, you know, but he's, he's an entrepreneur guy who has his own businesses and stuff like that. And my brother had this realization of like, he's talking to this man and now he's able to connect and relate with him in a different level where before it was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's my dad's friend. He's very successful. But now that my brother has started his business, it's almost like this connection has opened up because this other gentleman, he's been very successful in business, but now he's able to pour into my brother and give him knowledge and experience that he's obtained in, in pursuing his businesses that's causing my brother to become more successful. And I was talking to him, I was like, man, you found your father for this period of life in the, that you're in. He's not, he's not replacing our dad. He's not going to replace your dad. He's, still, you know, he's not dad, but he's your father figure for this period of time that you're going in. And he was like, he's like, man, I never, you know, like, like when you put into that perspective, it's like, wow, that's, 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 that's so cool. Cause then like, what is a father? A father is loving. He's kind. He's, he's the guy that, you know, when you fall down, he's not necessarily going to say like, pick you up and cuddle you, but he's, he's going to say, Hey, get up, dust yourself off. Come on, let's keep on going. You know, well, he's, he's going to give you what you need in that moment. Yes. You know, when you were, zero to 18 your father knew you needed a house you needed some level of guidance you needed food you needed safety you know and he gave you those things to the best of his abilities but 
as you're older now, as your brother is older, shout out to your brother, whichever one it is. I don't know his name. You want to give him a shout out or shout out to Antonio? Antonio. <laughs> The worst shout out ever, Juan. Hey, Antonio. Hey, Antonio. Love you. <laughs> but but as you get older, your dad can't give you maybe that specialized training you need in your career. But you can find an older man who can, like your brother Antonio is experiencing right now. You know, he, he's getting that specialized training, and that's what he needs yeah. right now. And it's identifying this is my need. And when someone comes along and gives you that legit need, then you're like, yes, thank you for that information. Thank you for that guidance. Thank you for that connection, whatever it may be. Because it's going to look different as you get older. But, you know, it's so it's so neat, like, as far as that, because it, it made me think about how a lot of the times we're looking for something and we're looking all over the place, but then we don't realize that it's right in our own backyard. Like, that guy... He's, he's been there this entire time, and it's just like he showed up. Um, and I think about, like, men out there who are so angry at their dads because they're not this, they're not that. But then they fail to see that the person that they've been looking for is, is, is there. That mentor at work is there. That person is like willing to pour into your life and help you become a better person is, is is there, but you're hanging on to that pain. You're hanging on to that regret. You're hanging on to that anger of like, oh, well, my daddy didn't hold me enough. My daddy didn't do this enough for me. It's like, no, no, forgive him. Move on and start looking for your father figure that you need for the place and moment in time that you're at right now so that you can be that person for your kids. Because if we focus on the negative, if we focus on like what my dad didn't do for me, especially you and I with kids now, I want to be passing that on to my children. And I don't want to pass that on to my children. I want my children to realize my dad's a good dad, but he's not the end all be all. And there's going to be other men that are going to come into my life to fill in the gaps where my dad couldn't fill in those gaps. But my dad is laying down a foundation so that I can be ready for that. And I can be ready to receive Absolutely. And I, I, and that's a conversation. I remember having this conversation with my brother as far as that, because you have to be willing to receive it. But if there's, if there's anger, if there's bitterness, if there's hate, those are going to block you from being able to receive that blessing that man may be trying to give you. And in defense of mentors everywhere, if I've been a mentor to people, and if you have some ungrateful, entitled, pissed off kid you're trying to deal with, you're not going to pay much attention to them. You're not going to give them much advice. You're going to actually test them a little bit and tell them to do something that you know they're going to hate doing. And if they don't do that and they just wander off, you said, good, I've given myself an out because I know he's not going to do what it takes when I really start giving him or her advice. And, and if, if you get nothing else from this and you're listening right now, forgive your dad. If you're a grown adult, forgive your dad, forgive your mom, learn why you're hurt. If you can talk to them, great, go talk to them. If you can't talk to them, you need to figure out a way to forgive them. And, and I know people say, well, you don't know what my dad did. It's like, well, you don't know what my dad did either. You know, we, we've all got our hurts, but quit being a wimp. Get over yourself. Forgive your parents. Don't be a little sad beta and live in that victim mentality. Pull pull your pants up. Go to work. You know, 
forgive your dad. Forgive your mom. Yeah, they might have treated you terribly. The time of your life is over. If you're a grown adult, you're on your own now. You know, if they hurt you and you just can't forgive them, imagine how everyone who meets you feels. And <laughs> like we've got to make a choice to forgive you now because you're walking around spoiled, entitled, and angry. Yeah. So do us all a favor and forgive your parents. <laughs> and if nothing else, so when we meet you, we we don't try to get away from you. <laughs> Let other people get something from the hurt that you've already experienced. Make your hurt count. Don't just live in it. Be a man. Yeah. I told you you're going to have to to get your balls yeah. out of the jar and put them on for this episode. Disclaimer was given. Yeah. We we warned you. We warned, we warned you. you. So, so if you ain't got them on by now, <laughs> you probably ain't never going to put them on. <laughs> Oh, uh, sad. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, that anyways, just I, I guess in closing that, you know, it's so true what you said right there, Ben. It takes. It takes a man to forgive another man. You know, if you're going to be that spoiled little brat. <laughs> you really, my dad had the greatest saying. Oh my gosh, you just reminded me. Oh, so uh, excited! Uh, he, like whenever he would, I would get frustrated and something like that, and he'd be like, "He's like, he's like, man, he's like, if you're not gonna use them, then cut them off and give them to the cat." Because <laughs> <laughs> your balls are about as useful as yeah. a cat's play like, toy. I remember when I couldn't do something, like I couldn't pick something up that was like really happy or like super. Like I remember, like something, like something was really heavy and like I couldn't pick it up. He's like, man, if you can't pick that up, then cut your balls off and give them to that cat. <laughs> Have better use of them. Be like, what? <laughs> so, like, if that doesn't catch you off guard and teach you a lesson, I don't know what will. Uh, my brother, and I were talking about that as far as like how our dad has like the best sayings. Like, I mean, he you know, it's like he, he does is this gruff, like you know, Mexican, like just hard, hard Mexican, you know, just wisdom, like a hard man's wisdom. He's not, he's not a brilliant man, but he's he's a smart. He's well, actually, he's a brilliant man. He's very, very, very smart, but he's got some flaws. But it's okay. We all do. We all do. But man, his sayings, I'm like, I'm like, man, I got to write these down because that was that was hilarious. Like, I just had that thought. I was like, it makes so much sense why he would say that. It's like, oh, yeah, if you're not going to use them, you just cut them off and give them to that cat. The cat will have better use out of them, you know? That's that's good advice. Uh, But yeah, man, but that's good advice what you're saying. Like right now, if you are if you have daddy issues at 30 years old, grow up. Oh, yeah. Get a pair. Move on, especially if you have kids, because you're passing that on to your kids. And whatever relationship you have with your dad right now, 30 years from now, that's the relationship you're going to have with your son. If you don't want that, change it. Right. Change your relationship that you have with your dad. Be a man. Go to him. Apologize. Forgive him. Move on. If your dad is not willing to grow up and grow a pair, then you moved on. And be a better man. The next generation. Make the next generation better men. Because I'm going to tell you something. We need strong men going forward. I'm tired of all these pussyfooting men around walking around without them balls. Get them balls out of the jar. <laughs> Get them out of the jar. Come on, y'all. Get them out. Put them on. Because we're going to have daughters yeah. who need men. Strong men. Our daughters need strong men. Not weak, pathetic men who are 
just wasting their lives yeah. away complaining about their daddies watching movies and sports and porn all day and completely neglecting everything else that actually matters. You know, there, there is something just powerful. I think, um, when you know, your daughter has married a man that you don't have to worry about, is he going to be able to provide for my children? Is he going to be able to provide for my grandkids? Is he going to take care of my little girl? And it's, it's been, it's been so cool lately. Like, you know, when I hang out with my in-laws, I'm sure you have experienced this when you hang out with your in-laws. And, like, they know. Like, there, I'm sure, there's no question in their mind, like, is this guy actually going to be able to take care of her? Like, there's a track record of, for the last eight years, the last 12, 14 years, like, oh, he's been taking care of my, he's been taking care of my baby. I, I don't have to worry about her. But, man, when you have that, when you have that, I've seen it that. When you have that, where your daughter makes that mistake and marries that bum, and it's like, oh. You're just praying for her, worrying about her. That's a bad feeling. I don't want that for my girls. I don't want that for my babies either. Because mm. I've got a lot of time put into these children. Yeah. And you got a <laughs> lot of guns. I've got, I'll, honestly, I like guns, but I think I'm more deadly barehanded than most people are with guns. <laughs> and I've not even had formal fight training. I'm just, I just, I just think if you're in a fair fight, you're losing. That's advice my dad gave to me. If you're in a fair fight, you need to know you've lost. So grab a chair and club somebody with it before you even use your fist. <laughs> with that being said, we want to thank you all for listening to a Mexican and a redneck father of the world. I think this has been the best fatherly advice we've given so far. We just want to let you know we love you and we're proud of you as long as you have your balls on. If you don't have your balls on, Put them on so we can be proud of you. And hopefully you'll leave your balls on after this episode. Yes. <laughs> but if not, tuck them safely away for the next one. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. We're proud of you. I'm Mexican and I'm a redneck. Follow the world.